and welcome to another episode of Cloudy with the Chance Beans. I'm Beans, that's Chance, and uh, before we get into things, I have to give a shout out to uh, Baxter, my boy Baxter. Thank you for uh, fixing our computer. You're a saint of a man. That's all I have. My computer was being a dingus and was not, uh, no sound was coming out. That was, uh, that's not a good thing. Because then I can't edit with no sound, so. Alright. Now back to your regular scheduled episode of Cloudy with a Chance of Beans. Good thing I have nothing going on today. I feel like I'm in the mood where I have to try to be nice. Well, I have to try to be nice. I'm in a door-punching mood right now. You're in a door-punching mood. Did you hear a loud slam before I got in here? No, what happened to your computer? Nothing. What happened to the Wi-Fi? You peed very angrily to the fact that you... You didn't hear a slam? No. I walked into the door, and my shoulder, like, caught her a little bit, so I <clears throat> elbowed the fuck out of my door. Yeah, did you put a hole in it? No. Uh, that's a shame. You hit it with the fatty part of your elbow, or, like, the, bice- the tricep area, so it doesn't... Hurt? That, and so it doesn't make a hole. That makes sense. The more surface area you hit it with, the less likely there's going to be a puncture hole. Okay. Yeah. Why are you angry? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? It's just, just in an angry mood. Just in your soul today? I'm in the mood where, uh... You punch things, inanimate objects, because they don't do what you want them to. Well, it's a good I, thing I don't have to set up the internet or anything today. I'm not gonna say I was there the other day, so my knuckles would be gone. You heard, you heard the aggression that I had. Yeah. My mom would not be happy about aggression. No, she said I she, love aggression. When she started watching this show, she she told me she's like, "You have a lot of anger." I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." So you have a lot of anger. Like I don't think I have that much anger. I think I'm a very happy person. I agree with you. But I don't ever see you angry. But when the anger does come out. You could say your anger's potent, not frequent. That's fair. It is potent. I like that. I like that a lot. I love anger. So <laughs> what do you have on the on, on the on the docket today? You said you had something interesting. Yeah, I wrote an idea. Okay, hit me. Um, all, all two ears are open. Random childhood memory I've had is uh, there would be many times throughout me growing up that, you know how my... Oh, it's funny already. <laughs> no, I just had a thought. No, it's fine. I like that. <laughs> um, you know my personality, how I am, right? Just how I be? Not at all. But continue. Tell us how you used to... Is, do you same be? What? I don't know. That was My a same B? I, I have no idea what I'm saying. You just garbled words on accident? <laughs> it's all good. Anyway, my mom thought my demeanor was a disability of some kind. Not really. It's just how she, she'd be like, why are you like this? When yeah, I was yeah. like 13, 14, becoming myself. Yeah. And then, this is a homey memory, by the way. I don't know if I ever told my mom or dad this, but I remember I thought, I can't, like, I felt, I was like, dad's a homie, you know? And then after, like, my mom was never mean about it. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? It was never like that. She's like, why are you, why are you like, why are you grumpy? Why, why, are, you why are you the way that you are? Yeah, she's like, why are you being so mean and that grumpy right now? And then uh, one day, my dad was just like, you know what, Chris? Maybe that's just who he is now. Maybe that's just his personality. You ever thought about that? He's just, what chance is like now? He's the man now. And I was like, A, that's a good point, Dad. And B, my man. And you, you know? kissed him on the lips? Looking a lot like a door right now, Riley. <laughs> uh, yes, and that made me happy. Well, that's good. I'm glad it made you happy. I don't think I'm inherently grumpy. I think uh, I allow myself become grumpy like I am right now. I'm just not in a good mood right now. Remember the last couple episodes? I, be- I was in uh, good chipper moods then. You remember that? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, yeah, I'm not that. Not right today. Now. No, not feeling it today. I don't even know why. I not like I'm... I'm not stressed. I don't have shit coming down the pipe that I have to deal with. I'm happy, I guess. Just a angry day. You, huh? you guess? You I guess think, you're happy? Yeah. You just guess. You can never really pinpoint when you are or not. You never know for sure. I disagree with that. Anyway, I think it's because I didn't have as good a workout as I wanted. Oh, you think it? that's... Why did you not do as well, or... You did well, no, it just didn't did, feel as good? Or? No, I actually moved weight around that 
I used to consider to be difficult, and now it's it was easier. Yeah. But I feel like I could have done more. Okay, well, you, then you just add more next time. I, that's what I'm going to do. But I just feel like, ah, I didn't fully utilize the strength that I had in that session to fully tire myself. You know what I mean? I feel uh-huh. like I, I could have given a little more. Well, you can always give a little more. Not always. You can always give a little more. I can't. Sure can. So you burn out on bench press. You're down to barely being able to do one rep with just the bar. And then you finally do that one last rep and you can't go up again. Do you expect him to do more after that? You gave a little more in that scenario. No, after that. No, you gave it all Like, already. it's not moving off of your chest. How much more can you give? None. Yeah, because you already gave it all. So there's no more room for giving it more. You just gave it more, which was all you had left. No, the question is... I'm not saying you have an unlimited supply of giving more. I'm just saying. Because there's always... There's a tank, and the tank is empty at that point. Do you remember what Donald Trump's awesome idea of what working out was? (laughs) No. He believes... he's He's quoted saying this, by the way. Okay. He believes that your body is like a battery, and when you work out, you're using precious energy... So he doesn't work out. Oh. Like, he thinks, like, it drains you, and then for the day, you only have this much left, and it's a waste of time. I could see why he would think that way. Because he's never worked out before. Yes. But also, like, if that was your thought process, why wouldn't you lift and work out at, like, night, right before you're going to go to bed? Like, use the remainder of the battery that you claim we all have. He's too busy doing other shit. And then wear it out, and then... Go to sleep, because that'll knock you out. You know what I mean? I actually have the opposite effect. Well, obviously. Fucking. Like, even if you're exhausted after a workout, mentally you're, like, awake. You're like, oh, I'm fucking wired now. Do you have that? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of just zone out when I work out. I don't think that's good. What do you mean? Because you're not giving it your all. If you can just fucking stumble your way through a workout, are you really trying? It's not stumbling. Like if you I'm, zone out, what do you think that is? Like, I zone out, like, the only thing I'm thinking about is the lift. It's like, not, I'm not zoning out, it. that's focusing on. That's, like, focusing in. Yeah, but I mean, like... You just use the wrong word, I think. Well, I mean, like... I z- you focus, you don't zone out. Zone out is, like, like, when you're driving on the highway and you just forget that you weren't paying attention for the last five minutes. That's zoning out. I do that longer for than five minutes. Didn't have to be a time limit. It just had to be a fucking certain time for my thing to make sense. If I had said seven and a half minutes, you would have agreed with me? No. I was probably exactly, that's than my that. point. Doesn't matter. Probably longer than that. Is my point. Yeah. You you focus in on the workout. You don't zone out. Zone out makes it sound like you're not giving a fuck. You're being lazy about it. No, I mean, like, I give a fuck. I mean, like, zoning out. Like, I zone everything else out. Mm. That would have worked. Yeah. I wouldn't have contested you on that. Okay, fair enough. It just feels weird to not have something there. This is more of me thing. Okay. It's my own little victory that I need. <laughs> that make you happy? Yeah, it did. Okay. And that's all that matters, what makes me happy to me. Okay. As long as you're being specific in that escapade. Don't want to use the word escapade here? Yeah, yes, I do. You can if you want. I'm going to go with the word escapade. It's all good. It's a fun word, escapade. Is it as fun as chairs can be? Chairs are fun. This is a fun chair. Actually, I could have a funner chair. A more fun chair. I actually like that chair quite a bit. It's actually not bad. It's comfy. It's not bad. But, like, I don't know. It doesn't give me, like, wiggle room. Does that make sense? He doesn't have pupils, so I never noticed that. They never have, None of them have pupils. Well, none of them really have eyes to begin with. They just have dots. Well, that's my point. So why did you... I think- guess I didn't know this was a Funko. Yeah. Because some of yours down there, like, aren't quite Funkos. No, they all are. Every single one. Now, I have two Marvel Legends over there. Three Marvel Legends over there. Those aren't. And then those little things down there, same company. Okay, that's the only thing that is You did say everything in there is a Funko. Besides my, yeah. Zing, proven wrong. Oh, here, actually. You're a fool. Throw me that one back. Throw me that one back. The Goku. Yeah. I got that from Burger King, bro. Yeah, I remember I had a Gohan one. And this was I got this and I didn't know what it was. And then it was at my grandparents' house for years. And then I got into Dragon Ball Z and then I'm like, I'm taking this back and they are not gonna have a problem with that. And they didn't, and now it's mine. I'm pretty proud of it. 
And you just broke it. I didn't break it. I took it off the pedestal. You ever hear something that just kind of shakes you to your core? Where it's it's just so true? Like it's offensive to you, but you feel that it's so true that it just... You can't argue with it. You're like, God damn it, that's right. Like Fuck. it's a like it's a statement about you. About like you, you something I have an example, of course, which is why I prefaced that. Okay. It's something about you, something you like, something you do, and then you read that. It isn't necessarily attacking you, but it relates to you in a way that's true, but also you're like, Fuck dude. That hurts, but I know that it's it's not bullshitting. Well I'd say I had a similar esque situation, but it wasn't like oh fuck. It was more like oh fuck like holy just, shit like, are you kidding me it wasn't like oh fuck it was like oh fuck holy shit well, no, so okay. the holy shit's the only difference no so let me explain my oh fucks it's not like you literally did the exact same thing it's <laughs> no, not I like know. oh fuck it's like oh fuck no so the first the first one it's not like oh fuck like this is exposing me for like the, sh- the bullshit that the i do twat yeah, stupid idiot. This is me being a fucking moron. I've been doing this for a while, and this makes me a shitty person. It's not like that. It's more like, oh fuck, this is why I do what I do. I like this is eye opening. Now I understand things, and you probably know what I'm talking about. But yeah. I'm not comfortable it's speaking good, about brother. that right now. But yes, do you remember when I poured my heart on here? Heart on my heart on. That's funny. <laughs> you poured your heart on. my heart out on here after I got broken up with, and I was all sad for like two episodes. Yeah, and it was therapeutic. Yeah. I guess I'm not trying to convince you to, for you to do it, but I was just saying, I remember no, when I did that and it helped. There, there will be a time, and I'm just, I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, that happened to me when I had to get penis reduction surgery. Yeah, I get it. Like, you didn't want to talk about it, you just, I mean, I don't know why you wanted to shrink it from two to one, but hey, you do you. Two feet to one foot, I know. <laughs> yeah. It was a tough decision, but Two millimeters to, to one millimeter. But yeah, sure, two foot to one foot. We'll go with that. Excellent. <clears throat> but I have the example. Okay, give me your it's example. Gonna, it's probably going to offend you as well. <laughs> Yay! It offended me, but it offended me less because I have distanced myself from that so, sort of thing anyway. So will it offend me more because it relates to me more than yeah, it related yeah. to you? I'm okay. still involved in it, but it probably relates to you more. And guess who said it? And he wasn't being like dick about it. He just said that. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's got a point. Is it somebody that I don't it's like? Chris D'Elia on his podcast. Oh, okay. I, I was curious. The way you said it, it sounded like it was somebody I no, no, couldn't no, no. stand. It involves... I got a burp coming because I'm drinking lacrosse. So I'm just... Lacrosse? You know when I fill this at work, I call it lacrosse? That's... Or lacrosse. Or like lacrosse. Right. Oh, my God. I never pronounce it. It just came up all the However you pronounced it. I want to say... I just say lacrosse. You could say things correctly, like people who say Afghanistan. It sounds douchey, but it's it's how you say it. But people just say Afghanistan because yeah. you sound less like an asshole when you do it. Anyway, it relates to things like anime, uh, superhero movies, superheroes in general, comics. Okay. And how adults who like that stuff – I know it's good already – really like it when the creators make it dark because it's almost like a crutch for them saying see it's dark it isn't for kids it's for adults still because they made it dark and then when he said that i was like oh my god that's how it's done that you know what did, I mean? yeah that makes sense that doesn't you? really offend me though i like, said it might i didn't expect to be like that's horseshit but like you you feel what he's saying though right yeah I mean, or it's like, oh, you kind of got a point. I do find myself justifying it a little bit more when it's darker. That's pretty much what his point was. They use it to, like, oh, it's dark. Now it's an adult thing now, not a kid thing. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. As for me, it's more like, oh, this is for anyone. That's how I look at it. It's not, like, geared toward kids. Like, it's not like I'm going to go read something. Like, I understand it's, like, fantasy bullshit. Like, yeah. I understand that. But it's fun. I enjoy it. I felt that the most for the show the clone wars yeah because the thing i thought of immediately is there's a youtube or a video on youtube called literally it's called something like clone wars dark scenes and it's just oh. scenes of like people dying and i was like oh that's what he's talking about because it's that's a kid show straight up because to me that's not dark like yes people dying like 
that's obviously not. I think a we all light, know what happy really dark things are because if we say them, I wouldn't want them to be attached to my face saying them. Yeah, on think something that is recorded that could be traced back to me. Well, when I think of <laughs> when I think of dark, I think of like The Punisher, like that show on Netflix. That's dark because that's gory shit. I don't think dark means gory. Well, I think, I think there's an asset, or not asset, sorry, an accessory. Like, gory is an accessory to dark. Yeah, but it's, like, fucked up violence. It's not like, okay, ha. Like, you know, like, a lot of those, like, Clone Wars stuff, there's no blood because it's all, like, the lightsaber stuff and the yeah, laser guns. It's not, shit. it's just burns, you know? Yeah. So, for me, that's, like... They have limitations. Yes. I guarantee you, though, if they added blood, all the adult fans... Be like, yeah, fucking cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know exactly what I mean. I do. They'd be all for it. They'd be like, yeah, it's darker now because they had it blood. I, I do. And I cringe whenever I see things like that because I also saw that about Dragon Ball Super. Apparently, there's not any blood in it or anything. Not really. And a lot of people like complain about it. Like, I want blood. It's like, why? So you can feel better about yourself liking a kid's see, show. And for me, what justifies the no blood thing is that they're just stronger. It takes more for them to i don't know it's kind of dumb I completely disagree. it's kind of dumb Didn't thought Vegeta get stabbed through the chest with like a vibro blade and there's no blood yeah but it's a lot. oh he's so strong though there's no he doesn't have blood he doesn't no. need blood anymore but then you make the star wars he argument. functions totally off no, no then you make the star wars argument where it's like oh the energy's so hot it just burned everything it automatically know? cauterizes wounds yeah sure like sure whatever fucking eat a dick no i actually look i actually don't have a strong stance on why it's not bloody I really don't. Yeah, it's not I, the hill that you want to die on? No. Because I don't really fucking care either. Yeah. I was just like... I, that was just a guess. That was a guess in the moment. I mean, but, there's no... Let me ask you... But we... But if, we I'm going to give you a... Go ahead. We just watched Boba Fett. And think about the that character... That was incredibly campy. Okay, but think about... Even... A, we watched a dude get stabbed in the chest. And think about it. That character did not bleed. Yeah, and he died in a second, which yeah. is not how fucking getting stabbed to death works. No. You die after, like, an hour. Yeah. And it's excruciating. So, but that's my point. Like, You ever seen the death scene? I don't in, count uh, that as dark. The War 1917? The, mm -hmm. There's a scene where a kid gets stabbed. A soldier, obviously, but he's, like, yeah. 16. Yeah. And he's scared and confused, and he's, like, panting. And, like, slowly his face starts to turn gray because his blood's leaving him. And... His buddy's trying to help him up, like, drag him, and he's screaming in pain because he got stabbed in the gut, which is a fucking horrible place to get stabbed. Yeah. You can see his organs start, like, uh, the bile comes out, it's green because he got through the stomach, so his stomach acid started to go through, his face starts to drain of blood, and he slowly just fades and then dies. And it's like a still shot of two and a half minutes of just this kid slowly dying. Yeah, it's awful. I think that's dark. That is dark. <laughs> yes, it is. And then the other half of the movie... Um, the point of that movie is the soldier, because this was 1917, there was no email. He had to get a letter to uh, the front lines to tell them to stop an attack, and he was a carrier, and he had one kid go with him, and the kid volunteered to go with him because his brother was the lieutenant who was going to be a part of the charge, so he wanted to go warn him, and the kid died, and then when the other guy finally gets there, um, the older brother's like, so where's Josh or whatever, and then, yeah. A cool thing about that movie is, on purpose... Did Christopher Nolan make that? I, don't, I, don't I think, think so. so, yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he made the enlisted people, like, unknown actors you don't recognize, mm. on purpose. And he had the officers be, like, big-name actors you recognize to give off, like, a the feeling of, like, prestige. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is an officer in there. Richard Madden, the guy who plays Rob Stark. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the older brother officer. Fucking, uh... No, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I thought that was a really cool thing about the movie. But, yeah, that's some... That's some what the oh. fuck did I even say that for? 1917. The stabbing scene? Yeah, probably. But, anyways, you were going to say something else before you went off on that tangent. About things being dark in Star Wars. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. I'm going to say a... I guess a fandom. I hate that word. But I can't think of any other. I understand what you mean, yeah. Not fandom, but like the thing the fandom is about. What would that be? What do you mean? Like the fandom of Naruto is that to Naruto. What is Naruto title? Like the show? The interest? Oh, like. The world? Uh, you know what I mean? I'm trying to give it a title. Like. Like what would Naruto be called? 
versus the fandom. Like, the fandom of that... Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, like... Uh, that interest thing? Idea? Show? Like, yeah. fans of, like, the whatever-verse? The Naruto-verse sure, or I something? Sure, I don't like that either, but that's the best thing I can come up. Anyway, I'm going to say that, and then you tell me if you think it is campy or it gives off, like, a masculine... <laughs> urge. The original... Lord of the Rings trilogy. There's no blood in it. I can't relate to that one too much because I haven't like. There's very little blood. I was never. I never got into it. Mm, like I've seen the first two with you. I still haven't seen the third one, and I don't remember anything that happens. It's fair. Third one's the best one, by the way. Yeah, I believe you. I used to like the third one the least as a kid because it was the longest and slowest. But as an adult, I appreciate it more because now you understand the emotions of going to war and fighting for your family and country and shit. So, like, as an adult, you can be like, oh, I actually feel for it now. Whereas a kid, I was like, I just want to see the fight scenes, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think I think you could make the argument that there's campy parts to it along to with, the like, well, like, to, like, yeah. every, like, show or movie that yeah. somebody's into. Like, there's always, there's, there's some campy parts, but it just depends on what you're looking for, I guess, and, like, how much of it is actually, like, campy. The yeah. reason I liked Dune is because there was maybe one campy scene out of the whole two-and-a-half-hour runtime. Yeah, I didn't think it was campy. I thought it was very, very That's serious That's right, you watched movie. it with me. Yeah. And the joke that they did do was funny because it was the only joke. I was like, oh, okay. That lighthearted. Remember that with uh, oh, Jason yeah, yeah. Momoa? Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. you build muscle? Yeah. Yeah? He's like, no. It's like, oh, okay. That's I, that's understandable. I hate the formula that Marvel does. Sorry to shut on Marvel Beans. I know you like No, it's fine. But I understand where you're coming from. Like what Boba Fett did. Where there's like a serious moment where there's about to be some sacrifice, some masculine energy about to happen, and then some fuckface comedic relief ruins the tension, kills the moment, and yep. takes out anything superficial about it. Not superficial, sorry. The opposite of superficial. Something meaningful is ruined because, oh, fucking check please, some dumb shit like that. But he wasn't even really comedic. Like, no one thought that was funny. Not a single person. Well, that's because it was a failed on the writer's part. It was probably intended to be funny. I, I hate See, shit like I, that. I, I hate it. I'm, Life is serious. Not everything's a joke. Sorry, go ahead. I'm with you to an extent. I think it depends on on the character. Like Spider-Man, I want jokes to be said and done because that's his whole thing. Yeah. You know? But like, I don't want Daredevil making one-liners. Yeah. I don't. It's like I don't want Batman making one-liners. He's not supposed to be funny. He could have a one-liner... And like a if he three, does say one liner, then not, it's like scary. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, and like a trilogy, he has like maybe two, <laughs> like you know, in the Nolan one. No, it's only like the Alfred too. No, yeah, I mean like that's what I'm saying. Like Alfred, it's just good God, they're very obscure. Like Alfred, that's Alfred's job. He's supposed to make like sarcastic one liners. Yeah, just basically just to piss Batman off, in my opinion, because there's no way Bruce is like ha 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 ha. No, he's like, shut the fuck up, Alfred. That's exactly what his thought process is in his head. So for me, it just it kind of depends on the character. And I will agree, Marvel is not the greatest at that. But if you... Because th- I'm just trying to think of, like... Eternals was a more serious movie. I probably would have liked that one then. But, I mean, I still feel like there were, there were probably, like... The, but there was only, like, one character, probably. Like, if, yeah, if everybody's making one-liners, that's not good. There are two movies in particular that come to mind that is the worst defender of this with okay. Marvel. Okay. The first one is kind of obvious because it's kind of supposed to be a comedy a little bit anyway, and that's Thor Ragnarok. Like, yeah. every 12 minutes, there was like a... <laughs> and I understand that why you would be mad about that, because I kind of am too, because... Well, that one, it was kind of prefaced. It's like, this one's going to be a bit more of a silly one. You know what I mean? Yeah, but for me, like, what I've always wanted from Thor is like... The darker, well, no. sorry, not darker, because that just makes me think of, like, adult nerds being, <laughs> yes, it's dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a more serious tone, like his kingly, like he's a king, isn't he? You'd expect a king to act a- fucking accordingly, right? Yeah, so the Thor-verse, for me, for Marvel, could have been Marvel's, like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. In a sense of there's yeah, yeah, okay. so much different, like, lore and mythology. It's and ancient. How have we only explored three realms out of the nine? That's fair. You know? Like, there's so much Norse mythology you can get out of it, and I think that'd be really fun. And I know... They just turn it into something, like, silly. Yeah, because 
Like the big ass wolf in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. That's actually well in Norse mythology. That's like Loki's kid. Yeah, it's weird. But I mean, I, I see why they didn't delve into that. But yeah, no, that's fine. I have to confront the fact I, that he fucked a wolf or something. I, I'm okay with them changing that. That's yeah, that's fine. But I Don't mean, need like any, anything drawn out from that. I wish we would have got more lore with that. Like they brought that Thor lore in there, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like like for it, me, the big thing was. Thor is a king now, right? Or at least he has maybe at, the honorary at title. At the start of... The, well, yeah. When like, can you imagine if Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, before he was about to go to battle, all of a sudden was just like, nudges Legolas and says like a fucking silly thing, and then he points and laughs at something? Or like he throws a ball at a wall, yeah. and then it hits him in the head, and then he falls down, and then gets up fast. Can you imagine how much that would take you out of the serious, intense moment of like, stakes are high right now? Yeah. And Thor was never meant to be silly. Thor was meant to be... Cocky. Kind of a serious guy, right? Thor, Thor's serious and cocky. Like, if he makes a joke, it's because he's making fun of someone else. Like, and, and it's not in like a nice way. It's like a <laughs> "fuck you" kind of cocky. Tell you what, the humor in Thor one worked because he I don't did even, things. I barely remember that movie. Remember, he did things because oh, yeah, he was yeah. from like like when he like drank the coffee. It's stupid just, now, and yeah. then like threw it down. And was like, I'll have another. Yeah. See, that's not stupid. I mean, that's like, oh, I mean, it makes sense because he's used to, like, being a pampered ruler of, like, a king or some shit. And yeah. now he's, haha, he doesn't know customs in a diner in America. Ha ha ha. That's okay. But then he moved, uh, and actually, I actually liked Ragnarok, by the way. I thought it was a decent movie. I like Ragnarok, too. But it was just a little too... It needed... Campy was kind of part of the deal anyway. Like, you expected it to be campy. Yeah. I don't like watching things, like, uh, that you expect to be have a serious tone to it, and then they make it campy. One I agree. thing that fucking annoyed me the other movie by the way i'm gonna say number two might mm-hmm. surprise you i can never remember which one is okay the first one is this i didn't like infinity war too much campy shit really yeah too many like i don't want to say comedic relief but just like relief of the tension i want the tension i'm a big boy i can handle the tension the fucking stakes of all that everything half of everything that exists is at stake here and we're making jokes why are we making jokes so you preferred endgame Yes, although I can barely even remember Endgame, to be honest with you. I don't know why I remember End- or Infinity War more than Endgame, because that one came out like three years before. Yeah, well, a year before. I don't even know if I prefer Endgame, because I can't really remember it. But uh, yeah, I don't like... That's one thing that annoys me about Marvel, is because for me, it's a big deal in movies that I feel tension and the fear and the uncertainty of like the, the people in the movie. That's why I like Dune, because it's like you feel... Shit, his entire fucking family was killed... He's on the run. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's ah, fucking everything's go happening, going wrong with him, and there's no like break of that. I want to feel that the whole time. I get what you mean. Yeah, I mean comedy's fun, but in very small doses, you know. But that's also your type. That of, is my of type movie. of movie, of course. To preface that, there's gonna be other guys who are oh, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Neat, like, I mean, I always like a sense of humor, but I can deal with a movie that has that serious tone throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Like, I can deal with that. Because you not thought Dune was all right, right? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, and I, just... I didn't I didn't need the jokes. Yeah. But I also went in, no, like, I figured it out pretty quick. I was like, oh, this is, like, it's for like serious, serious. Intense like political space war thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's Game of Thrones in space, in a sense. I hate that you call it that. I understand where you're coming from, and it's kind of no. true, but at the same time, it's kind of like video games being compared to Dark Souls. Yeah, no, no. I you find one genre, it's like, it is the that of that. No, I know. It's not like, shitting on you. That's it's definitely not so just Game of Thrones. It's like Game of Thrones had sex with Star Wars and then had like this weird love child in a sense. Sure. Again, that doesn't... Again, I don't like that, but again, I see where you're coming it, from. It doesn't do, do it justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from the family system, it's a lot like Game of Thrones, but you've also said Dune inspired a lot of these other shows. Something cool about Dune is those families are actually, like, in the books, it breaks down how, like, Arrakis, they're, uh, I think, those are the houses of, like, all the Scandinavian countries, and the Harkonnens are, like, Americans or some shit. I can't remember. But it breaks down, like, where the families actually come from, from Earth. That's cool. Yeah. But, uh, <sighs> crap, I forgot where my point was going to come. Dark movies. Oh, with Game of Thrones. If you think about Game of Thrones, for the most part, that show was serious you had maybe one or two characters that joked around but it wasn't like haha like lighten the entire mood it was just and the characters that did joke around those were the only ones that did yes like john and snow it, never cracked any yeah, jokes and that he was, was a serious person yes and it was in 
it was in confined moments where they're like, okay, this is supposed to be a dumb scene. Like, this is supposed to be, like, a fun, hilarious yeah, scene. Yeah, There was never, like, they're fighting walkers, and they're like, hey, fucking this guy. Look at his feet. It's yeah. so stupid as fuck. Yeah, it was never like that. Like, uh, there were a few funny scenes I remember with John, and actually most of them are stupid and were in, like, the last season when they just ruined everything. But, yeah. I should rewatch that again at some point. I'll probably give it another year or two just to fully try to forget most of the stuff that happens so I can, like, rewatch yeah. it fully, you know? Like, I like to do that with Lord of the Rings. I usually I'm kind watch of, those every year, every other year. I'm kind of interested in this new Game of Thrones spinoff show. Fire and Blood? I'm actually kind of interested, yeah. I will wait and see if they do, like, the Targaryen Civil War because I would watch that. But if it's just, like family history i don't really give a shit uh, we'll see like uh, george R. R. martin's attached so yeah. as long as he's attached i trust it actually i think they're doing the original like conquering where when uh aegon was the first guy like the remember they always talk about in the show how like he was the first one that conquered and unified that the continent oh i think they're doing that oh see so, that like, where be he cool. first flies over and everybody sees dragons for the first time that would be cool yeah I, I, you know what? i think i'd watch that 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 would be a cool prequel yeah I'd even be okay with them if they go into, like, Targaryens way before back in their home country or whatever, and then they built off of that. It'd be hard to do that because there's actually not even a lot of information in the books about that. Oh. Like, that's one of the things he wrote to be kind of, like... Vague. F you only know about it from the perspective of already past history. Mm. Like, thousands of years ago this happened to our family, and that's all you know. There's no, like, personal accounts of what it was like. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Which is why I don't like the Lord of the Rings fucking spinoff show, because they're treating it like first-person accounts of everything that's happened back then in the Silmarillion, whereas the actual accounts are taken as, like, historical documents. You're reading them in the book as documents about the past. You don't actually know what happened for sure, because it's all, like, stuff yeah. that happened a long time ago. There's nothing, like, first-person point-of-view shit that's happening in the Silmarillion. There's no, like, diaries that they've read. It's just all, like, hey, this is what happened. Yeah, it's read as, like, a historical document. Whereas Fair now enough. they're making, like, a fucking soap opera out of it. I assume. I'm not watching that shit. And I will not elaborate. Fair enough. It's respectable. Yeah. Is it not dark enough? Uh, no, that's not why. <laughs> that was a good quip, though. Well done. But, uh... No, I don't think it's because it's dark. Not dark enough. That's good stuff, Beans. I like that. I like that you did that. You're welcome. I kind of, I kind of gleaned that from Chris D'Elia. Whereas, like, uh, I don't care what you believe, I care how you believe it. Yeah. And when you give me the business like that, I appreciate it because you're being real. I like it when you throw it back. It's good stuff. Yeah. It means you're fucking engaging the game, giving it your all, trying to give me a little heat back. I like it. Thanks for the hot take, Coach. Appreciate Call me that. out on my stuff because it needs to be done. And keep things even. Yeah? Yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> you're the only one who's going to really understand that. But that's fine. What, uh, the dark? Mm. Well, people who watched this 30 minutes of this episode know what the fuck you're yeah, we talking about. But <laughs> it was a, it was more of a, it was a, a double dig, but that's fine. I get it. <laughs> I understand. Um, But yeah, I think that, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. That was a. I got nothing. I don't know. It's Do you gone. want a wife one day? <laughs> I just what, feel. What kind of transition was that? I had a thought and I want to pursue it. Okay. I'm just curious about Do, what your goals are now romantically. Do I want a wife? You can be as vague someday? as you want. You don't have to fully answer. I'm just curious. Yeah, someday. And I'll tell you mine. Someday, yeah. Someday? Yeah. You want kids? Yeah. Yep, that's never changed. Do you want a girlfriend at the moment? If it happens, it happens. Question. What if it never happens? Are you ever going to put in, like, focused effort to get a wife and girlfriend? Or are you just going to treat it like, if I stumble across and it works out? See, I... I don't think it works like that. I feel like if you put in focused effort, it's for sure not going to happen. Good point. I mean, you'll probably be able to get a girlfriend, but it might not be. Because it might not last. A and it might be be the wrong person because you're like trying. Exactly. Because in, in my past too, like with the ones that have worked out, I never was trying. That's kind of true. At first, those ones kind and of fall it, on your lap. Yeah, and it's not like I didn't want to try because I eventually did try. But like, and then when you tried, it failed, right? Because that's how it fucking works. 
Oh, to be completely honest with you. Um, in one of the cases. For a man, as soon as you try, that is the death knell of the relationship. Yeah. For some. I don't know. Like, like I said, I think the best, the, the ones that worked out for the most part was, yeah. I, like, at the beginning, I didn't expect anything to happen, and then it just sort of kind of happened. I think that's better for my mindset anyways, because I tend to, like, if I have a thing for a girl, like, it's not that I want to do this. You it's act just, differently. You get weird. You're not well, genuine and authentic anymore. Well, no, it's just my head works a little bit differently than other people's in the sense where I will focus on that, like, at, like hyper-focus in a sense. So I don't think that's that different from how people are. No, I, I think, think it's pretty standard. Yeah, I think once you're interested in something, you hyperfocus on it. No, like it's everyone not. else. No, no. See, I'm weird. I like things that are fun and enjoyable. No, like well, strange. <laughs> I know. That's just what I heard. <laughs> that's that's not what I meant by I that. Know. But I can't like even if I like I don't know. It's almost obsessive, but not in a good like. Not like I'm trying to be obsessive. Uh, it just that's what is in the headspace almost at all times for a little while. It sucks. No, I feel you. Um, this isn't a dig. This is just experience. I was that way at first when I was like 14, 15. Again, this isn't like, I'm not being like, you're a fucking idiot. You're young. I'm not saying that. I was a teenager no, at saying, one point like, in time. There are many things you need to learn and fail at first in dating before you finally get it right. And one early lesson or late lesson, depending on when you come across it, is you can't try too hard or appear to care too much because then you start to act how you think they will react to what you are doing, and that cannot be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you play out in your head, if I say this, it might get her to react this way, and then you say it. Like that's how you usually do it as a 14-year-old. Like something Bill Burr says is, you play the agree game. Like, if I just agree with her on everything, maybe she'll touch my pee-pee. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I get what you mean. You um, I, I definitely don't have that. I under, I know what you're talking about. Because yeah. when I was 14 and 15, yeah. I had that. You make those, you, you first learn. You yeah. dip your toe in the water. You're like, oh, that didn't work at all. That was no. horrible. Well, it took me a lot longer to learn, probably. But I, I did learn it That's eventually. Yeah. No, for me, it's just like... Back then, I probably wanted to focus on that. Yeah, I remember that. But now it's like I don't necessarily want to focus on it. It just sometimes it just happens. That is progress. You know, like sometimes it's just like, huh. Although in this mindset, while you know that works, it is kind of depressing to think so I can just never care about a woman. <laughs> so I can just never experience true love. So true love's a myth, huh? Which I do think that is a myth. I disagree I don't think with you, you can feel genuine. Well, you can feel genuine love as a man for a woman. But if you do... I don't think it is the best case scenario for longevity for that relationship. I disagree. I mean, I think there's always got to be like... I think the best case scenario for you as a man to keep getting love is to be as capable as possible. I think there has to... I think there has to be that mysticism in the sense of like... Yeah, it can't be boring. This Well, that and like... If I fuck up enough, this person could just leave. What do you define as fucking up though? That That depends. Like, from person to person yeah it probably depends on what you'd consider I agree with that. maybe some people are like this dude keeps buying one percent milk he clearly knows that i like two he's not learning he's gone like that could be somebody's breaking point now i don't think so now that's what you're saying that's a really bad example yeah but you understand the concept of what that is yeah yeah okay yep. but I like i agree with that you know, let me get back where was i going Fucking up. Oh, yes. We were talking about... I don't know. I lost it. I'm going to be completely honest with you. That happens. All right. I can, I can pick but, up. Go for I it. <laughs> Until I get it back. I'll gather the jacks and scraps and fashion it in some other form of device that we can talk about. Yeah, dude. I made the claim that I don't think true love exists. Oh, yeah. That's man. Right. I, I think love exists. See, I, I think... I don't think you can ever really experience love genuinely as a man. I don't think I have. And to me, I think you just haven't found the right person. I don't think there ever is a right person. I think there's a right person. I think person. there's plenty of good people. I don't think there's one right one, though. And see, I disagree. But If that's the case, then why can you fall in love with so many different people throughout your life? Were they all the one? Was it love? Sure. 
I'm not saying I have. I, I have people that. Why do people get married three times? I have. Well, they don't marry the second person thinking I'm gonna divorce this one, then find the third one, and then that's my one. No, but they loved all three probably. Otherwise, you wouldn't have got married. I mean, it depends on the person who's getting married. Like, there's some people, dude. There's some people that you, when they get married, you're like, this marriage is not gonna last. You can tell from the get go that the marriage isn't gonna last because in their heads, they're either in a rush and they have to start a family, and they're like. Let's have kids. Like, we need to do this. This is something we need to do. I'm only 30 once. Like, let's get this out of the way. And then five years into the relationship, you're like, they're like, why the fuck did we do this? We don't, we're not compatible in this way. To quote Jerry and Sleepy Gary, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so then they get divorced, and wow. then second marriage comes along, and they're like, okay, I'm going to do this one completely different. And then they realize, oh, this is way too different. I need a middle ground. And then here comes the third marriage. Let me throw you some stats. But then the again, first marriage, I believe it's right at about fifty percent fail. The second marriage is about seventy percent fail. I I can see why that would be, but yeah, keep going. And then yeah. third marriage is probably higher than that. Yeah. Some people would think, oh, the second marriage is more likely because now they know more. Nope. It's because the people that already got married and divorced once are already damaged goods, and are probably going to do it again. It's probably something systemic, not just. A one-off. That's where the thirty percent come from. Is the one-offs like ah, oh, you know, fucked and fucked up, and then you actually do have a good head on your shoulders, and then you figure it out. But yeah, the more you get married, the less likely it's gonna last. Yeah, but um, I don't know if but, I'm ever going to get married. But, means I don't know if I'm ever gonna have a wife. But if I get married, like it'll probably be because I think that girl is is the one. And I, I think once you think that. You have doomed yourself. Well, you're going to pop the question. You're not going to pop the question to somebody you're like, you know, she's not my first choice. She's not my second choice either, but you know what? She's here. Let's just do it. You're not going to do that. If you do that, you, you went into the marriage with one foot out the door, and then it's, got, it's set up to fail. Something that Patrice O'Neill always said was, never love a person 100%. Always maximum love them 90%, because you need that little bit for yourself if it doesn't work out. And I think that is true for everything. Every situation, you need a little bit for yourself. I I feel like, <laughs> I don't feel like shares, though. Now, I know this is hard to talk about because both of our parents are presumably in love. <laughs> I'm not saying it like that. <laughs> both of our parents are in love and married, and they've been married for 20, 15, 20, 25, whatever the fuck years. And they, oh, yeah, but my, not my parents. They're a different scenario. Well, they worked out because uh, either they figured out along the way, they held in there. If I can, of course, both probably went through hardships. It'd be stupid to say that it's been perfect the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they both made commitments and decided to stick to it. And that is why they are good people. All four of them. Yeah, but I feel like if they were to like fall out of love, it'd been over by now. Probably, yeah. Like, I feel like that might... I think your scenario is more true for like older, older generations. Where it's like our grandparents. As like, in what? Like... They might not love each other well, anymore. Well, our grandparents but are the because... ones that really fucking skyrocketed the divorce rate. That was boomers that did that. But my point is, like, but because of, of like, like, their traditional, like, they're like, okay, like, obviously we don't love each other like we did when we went into this. We're just going to stay married for principle and for the kids. Yeah, dude, boomers destroyed so many things. They are the worst generation to have ever existed. <laughs> I'm serious. Their parents. I know the that's silent, why I laugh. Their parents, the silent generation, arguably one of the best generations to ever live ever. So our great grandparents. Yeah, they're the generation that won World War II. They're the generation that got us to the moon. They're the generation that. Another thing. So this sounds smooth. Can't think of one though. Really, they're the gener. I was about to say a horrible joke. I have to text it to you because you have to fucking hear this. Okay. I was going to say... <laughs> Hold on. I will get my point out. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand why I didn't want to say that out loud? Dark humor. <laughs> there, that's fucking... Yeah, it's dark. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I oh, did you hear like I started? Yeah. And I was like, no, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. It's, it's, you know. it's a good thing I haven't had any beer this episode, because if I had a little bit of beer in me, I, I probably would have. And then laughed and said, I'm just kidding. Like, that would have helped it at all. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
the fucking boomers destroyed the housing economy. They inflated the fucking cost of college. They fucking... Well, you can't really blame them for Vietnam War, obviously. They were the ones that were the victims of that. Minus the rice farmers and all that shit in Vietnam. But uh, they destroyed the marriage rate. Like, what the fuck happened with boomers? Why are they so terrible? Well, I think it's kind of like that reflection of like... Oh, we, these people had it super, super, super good. And then the next generation just... It's complete opposites. It's one of those situations. Well, that's not entirely true because every generation, the overall quality of life has improved for each one on average. Hmm. No, I don't know. I think it's because they were the first generation of hippies. Yeah, probably was part of it. They were... Well, what made them be hippies? Maybe it's... Con- or pondering a thought here. Maybe it's because they saw their parents go to war in World War II and saw what it did. To their parents, yeah. That was like the first war that was filmed, by the way, where they actually saw what the fuck happened. Vietnam War is the first one that was like televised on the news. Like at night. Like you could see what is happening right now to our boys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's why that one was... I think it's a bit of both of that, where they saw their parents and saw 20 years later that another war was coming that they had to be involved in, and then were like, now we're cutting it here, and thought they were going to take action in their own hands. Well, can you imagine, though, like turn down the news and then seeing your uncle just get blown up yeah what are the odds of that but i see your point you know like you're like hamburger hill yeah yeah i mean the odds are very slim of but course somebody there were literally five hundred thousand men deployed to vietnam but somebody saw someone that they know and love at some point on the television and was like oh fuck probably the odds are probably. there was it low okay, probably they okay they don't show they didn't like, sit down on they a scene didn't, and just film some dudes getting cut down. It was yeah. always like the aftermath. They weren't like, oh, sit right there. We'll get a ton of dead guys right here to be that's, perfect for the news. It wasn't like that. That's fair, but, like... I see what you're saying, though. You, did they show, like, them hauling people off? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's why they... Obviously, you didn't notice this because you were three years old at the time. But that's why they never really filmed shit for the news for, like, the Iraq War, the Iraq Invasion, the Kuwait oil fields burning, fucking Afghanistan War... You didn't really see anything because I think they learned their lesson from Vietnam. Like, oh, fuck. People get really mad and upset and do shit when you show them little Jimmy, who's 17, getting his arm blown off. Yeah. That would fuck anyone up. Yeah. That'd stink. Although there is some fucking... There's a video on YouTube that's very cool, very chilling. It's called... It's kind of like a joke video, which is hilarious now, considering how dark it would have been in the 90s. It's like, uh... Radio, the sounds of radio chatter, and it's like a, a video of just the oil fields burning in Kuwait at night, and then there's like vaporwave music behind it, so it's kind of like chill and kind of cool, but also you're like, fuck, this is actual radio recordings of like, do you remember what happened then? Um, the Marines, I think it was in the Iraq War, they burned the oil fields in Kuwait because that was like the big thing for the Iraqi, uh, I guess, force, and it rained oil for like five days straight. Damn. And that, like, the the vapors from the burning oil obviously destroyed the lungs of all the soldiers. So it's, like, a huge, like, deal for the military now to take care of their soldiers better because inhaling the vapors of burning oil for a week straight killed all of them from cancer or some shit after, like, five years. So they're like, maybe we shouldn't do that again. But it's very chilling, cool uh, photography. I'll show you. Hmm. That just reminds me of, like, in college... Uh, we were doing like in one of my journalism classes, we were going through. Uh, we had to cover like. Uh, yeah, look at that shit. I'm trying to think of. Oh damn. It was that for fucking five days straight? Imagine breathing that in all day every day. Yeah, it's rough. But it was like we were covering like crime and stuff, and we actually like, so she had access to like nine one one call recordings those are dope and it was like in not a cool way and it was like a uh it was actually like a local like murder and it was like the the boyfriend of the girl who was killed is on the phone and watching his girlfriend get murdered yeah that's that's hardcore yeah it was and you can just hear like i was like i don't know how you could be a 911 like caller yeah considering it's like it's not like a i'm not saying it's not not offensive i'm not trying to be offensive but it's not like a prestigious job where like you need a degree to do it it just like you apply for it and then you might get it 
And then I, I assume there's probably more than that. I apologize. I'm ignorant on that topic. But it doesn't seem like one of the things you need, like, a doctorate for. No, but you know how handle, much freaking you know? psychological damage yeah, that yeah. would put you through? I imagine you probably have to take, like, a mental capacity test or thing. To get I bet it. you have to talk to, like, a therapist, That's, like, every week. probably pretty accurate, yeah. Something it, like that. Because I think uh, there was one movie... Now this is it's a movie, so it's not it's not a good example, but it's that one with like Halle Berry, and like I think it's Halle Berry. And anyways, this kid gets kidnapped on the uh, while she's talking to her on the oh, nine. Oh, she's the operator. Yeah, she's nine one one operator. Thriller. On yeah, there. and then she's uh, like, stay with me, and he's like, I'm in the trunk of a car. And all yeah, that shit. all this stuff, and then like sounds like a Halle. She Berry. had like they have like panic rooms. So I imagine oh. there's panic rooms and stuff. Was that in the film? Like she yeah, went to the panic room? she went to the panic room, like, oh freaking out because she's trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, and then. This is the unrealistic part. Was she left and then went to find the girl and then sure. got the girl? But I had the panic room to jerk off and stuff. I wanted, you know, take a break. That's so weird. Like, oh, I'm panicking, boss. And he's like, all right, go to the panic. I'm like, okay. And then I get in there. I'm like, oh, piece of well, there's like thousands of teddy bears just staring at you. Oh, is there teddy bears in there? I'm sure there's comfort shit. I was imagining just like a. Like do a you want to panic in a steel box or do you want to panic in like? beanbag chairs and like i actually was imagining like blankets. like a straight jacket room where it's like just white pillow walls and that seems no. like a really bad place to panic <laughs> that is definitely not good yeah well uh speaking of that radio chatter you know how in the movies it's all like super and like articulate it's like niner niner echo one uh two charlies whatever the fuck and then they say a bunch of things that sound like super complex radio talk you know yeah when in reality I listened to, it was part of a training in the Air Force, actual radio chatter between a TACP guy and, like, an airstrike thing. And they were not saying those words. He was like, oh, you see that guy over there? Uh, kill him. <laughs> like, pretty much you equivalent like that. Like, you see that building? No, the other, the gray one, the gray building. Uh, shoot a missile there. There's a guy in there. That he's bad. Like, it was like that. I was yeah. like, is this really what they fucking talk? This is nothing like the movies. <laughs> I mean, obviously there is actual lingo, but that must have just been a... Because it was a training on what not to do, oh. because they actually ended up blowing up a hospital in that video. Oh, so. And it was a training of, like, take your shit seriously, because if you fucking lapse in judgment, you might blow up a hospital. That's so Maybe that's the point of the video, is, like, don't be a fucking idiot with what you're talking okay, about. Okay, well, then that makes more sense. <laughs> I remember I got my ass chewed out once for an exercise, because... Um, you were doing jumping jacks wrong? No. Oh, sorry, not that exercise. An exercise would be like a base shutdown where it's like um, a simulation of like a missile attack. And so like a tornado warning to... at school. Not cool. like a, a little more intense drill, than that. Or like a fire drill at school. A little school. more intense. You're wearing a gas mask, armor. Oh, they okay. make you stop, drop, and roll? Uh, fuck off, forever, burn in hell, all the above. Anyway, um, the command post and the, uh, the ATC tower... Like, they were on like the a certain radio frequency to talk to the pilots and the yeah. guys. And I was the door guard, so I had a radio too. And I realized I could click this thing one over and go, say anything I want, and I'd be talking to the command post. And they would do shit based on what I said. Ma not really, but like, I, I could talk to the guys right there who are making shit happen. And the guy that gave me the radio, I was like brand new. I was like, I don't want to do this. I am not ready for this. I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. He's like, whatever you do. Do not say the word fucking clear on the radio. Do you understand me? I was like, yep, I won't say don't clear. Don't say clear or don't say fucking don't clear. Don't say the word clear. Okay. Because clear for the AETC means clear for, like, takeoff. Nothing's in the runway. He said on the off chance they hear clear and don't check on it and just assume you know what you're talking about, they might get that pilot to go and there could be a collision between jets and you would kill two people. I was like, Jesus Christ, okay, I'll say good to go then. <laughs> I won't say clear, I promise. Hearing that was so much worse because now I'm like, oh my god, if I say the wrong word, I could kill a guy. Well, I was about to say, for me, he'd <laughs> be like, don't say the word clear. And I'd be like, clear, 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 don't clear, go, good, clear, uh, good, clear, clear, good, clear, good, clear, good, clear, good, clear, good, clear. Fuck, I'm done. <laughs> Just arrest me. <laughs> that was also the same day. Dude, I tell you what, getting roasted when you're scared in the military is the best possible room for growth for you. You know why? Because it made me a little bit tougher. Here's what happened. I was out there for like eight hours. I was hungry as shit. And... Uh, I worked in a vault, and you had to, like, do a keypad to, like, get into the room to go to your fucking place. Mm -hmm. And on the outside of the vault is a phone, and you call the phone number of the people inside to be like, hey, can I come in, pretty much? Yeah. Or you just ring the bell, whatever the fuck. And I didn't want to, because I had to stay at my post. I was the door guard. I had to 
scan the cards of people in with like gas masks and shit. And I was like, I haven't eaten yet. So I called the thing. And of course, the meanest guy in the office, who actually is a good buddy of mine now, who I appreciate now because it's fun. Uh, I have a group chat with him. I, uh, he picked up. And I was like, hey, uh, I was wondering, uh, when can I take a when, I, when can I take a lunch? I've been out here a while. He's like, oh, let me check real quick. And then just hung up. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then hung up. And then I just didn't eat that day because I was embarrassed after that. I felt silly. I was like, I was just amazed by the sheer rudeness of what he did. I was like, wow, that's, I've never been destroyed like that before. I was left speechless. I was like, he'd fucking wreck me and without effort. Yeah, let me check real quick. Hung up immediately. Is it? And I was like, maybe there's a chance he just pressed hold and he's asking somebody. <laughs> nope, he hung up on me. And the worst part, he was 15 feet away from me behind a door. Oh, so he watched you? No, no, no. It, it was a vault. Uh -huh. So he can't see through. It was like, uh -huh. You know, that's the fucking point of the vault. But uh, I think maybe he was just annoyed that I called him instead of just, like, opening the door and asking. I don't know why he did it. Maybe I should ask him, if, see if he even remembers. But yeah, that shit was funny. In hindsight, it's hilarious, but at the time, I was a scared little 19-year-old, and I just got wrecked by it. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck, I'm not eating now. Yeah, that's rough. It's embarrassing. I have so many stories like that from that one guy. <laughs> so he's just dick? Yeah, but in, like, now it's funny. Pretty much how it goes in the military is everybody fucking hates you in your shop until you're somewhat competent at your job. Once I mean, you know what you're doing, then they like kind of like bro up and we're like, all right, dude, you're good now. What's up? You know what I mean? They get nice to you once you can actually provide something for them. Makes. Which is how it should work, if you ask me. You have to earn the respect. Yeah, pretty much. Like, if you're a piece of shit who doesn't do his job and kind of drags everybody else down, it makes sense that people hate you. Nobody's there to fucking help you. You gotta do it yourself. You gotta help them. It's a very team-oriented mentality. And if you don't pull your weight, then you're an asshole and everybody hates you. That's why everybody hates new people for a little while. But I think it is very good that that happened to me. I hated my life for a year, but made me a better person. Made me a better person. And hence why you love hate. Yeah. I think that's probably imparted from that a little bit. Something that not everybody experiences anymore. I don't want to say Western society is pampered because I sound like a fucking pseudoscience philosopher douche, but it definitely is a little bit. It gave you thicker skin. You get... Your hand held a lot with a lot of things. So now if a sword hit your arm, the sword would break. It'd break, break the sword. Break the sword. Makes sense. I say that, but that probably doesn't even exist in the military anymore. But Like that kind of culture. Yeah. I've heard that even since I got out two years ago. It's kind of like making it softened like softer up. now. Even more soft. It was already soft compared to the old people. Like from people like 10 years ago, they'd be like, oh, it's softened up so much. Like this is the softer version of what it was previously. You know what I mean? I was like, like what, do you, what was it like? Did you sleep on nails? You know what I mean? Well, it makes you realize, like, okay, those guys went through some fucking mental shit. Yeah, no dude. wonder they're fucked up when they come home. Wow, that's a little different. That's war, not just a hard boot camp. Well, I know, but people are different even after that. If you are, Maybe, you're pussy. Okay, not after boot camp, but, like, after, like... After being, a like, four-year stint in the service? Yes. I will accept that. Yes. Because I was that's definitely what, different from when I was that, 19. That's what I mean. Yeah. But... I'm just remembering the... There, oh, I have a good, Ah, damn it, that's another story. There was a super weird dude in our shop that... The last shop I was at, it was a bigger... Like, this, 90 people. This is the pillow guy or not the pillow guy? I never met pillow guy, remember? But it's that, it's that uh, shop okay, okay. where pillow guy went and then left. Okay. And I won't say his name because he probably still exists as a human. Um, and... Well, he, he didn't turn into a dragon or something? No. He had been working 184s, which is the pod that I switched to, longer than I have at that time and he was still like learning it was called a three level pretty much an apprentice and he could not grasp it he was i don't want to say stupid but he everybody hated him because he was terrible at his job nobody wanted to work with him because like he's weird and there was something very strange that he did he was very socially strange he carried around a little piece of paper with like weird gobbledygook like alien letters on it and he would like, he invented a language that he wrote, and he would purposefully, acting like it was on accident, leave it around, so then people would, like, say, what's this? And then he'd go, oh, that's my language. And then you'd be forced to, like, what the fuck's your language? And then you have to ask, because then he could talk about it to you, about his fucking language. Meanwhile, everybody hates him, because he's putting in no effort. But yeah, this motherfucker had, like, a, a notebook 
with like I don't know why would you do that? Why would you put an effort for that as a 23 year old plus man? Why would you write a language? That's something a 12 year old does with divorced parents. Why the fuck would you do that? Was he writing a book? Probably not. That's weird. Like I can understand if you're like, okay, this is part of the lore of this book that I'm making. Not even. I think he just wrote a weird. I never heard him speak it. Thank God. I don't even know how to speak. I think he just did it with like notes and then wrote notes to himself in his language, which is fucking pointless. What if it was something stupid like he just put a different letter at the front of the, of the words? I actually kind of remember what it was. It was it was like a like it'd be like a square, a perfect square. Four boxes would be an A, and then like three boxes on the side and one box down would be a B, and they would go through that, and then it'd now be a perfect square with a dot in the middle, and that's F, and then. One more down, and then that's G. You know what I mean? I'm like, pretty sure that's already been established as, like, a code or something. Well, then that motherfucker's a liar, too. <laughs> or a plagiarist. Because I feel like I've seen something similar to that. Oh, well. He's a fucking thief, then. <laughs> I think it was just... He probably oh, got yeah. that... He that probably dude. just got that from, like, a spy book. I was there for, like, a year and a half, and the whole year and a half, he still had the same skill level at the job as when he started. And when I left, he was still... Struggling. That dude freaked out on the first search one time. He, like, broke into his office, was like, Nobody likes me! And was, like, throwing shit at him. Yeah, we heard about that. We were like, oh, this motherfucker's going to shoot up the shop. And I was glad I left when I did because I thought he was going to. That's rough. I was like, there's a possibility. This is this is the type of person that shows up into the shop with a gun and kills everybody. <laughs> he was strange. And you know what? He was at the private pile. You ever see Full Metal Jacket where yeah. he was fucking up. Everybody was, he was dragging everybody behind. And his entire flight ended up beating the shit out of him one night. Was like, fuck you. Pull your shit together. And Private Pyle, towards the end, lost his mind, shot his drone instructor in the head, and then killed himself. And I thought, this motherfucker's gonna do that. And I'm not helping him, so I'm fucking out of here. See, that's just depressing, to be honest. Yeah, I, I get sad when I think about him. There's no fixing people like that. Well, on that note... <laughs> Was that dark enough for you, cunt? <laughs> that's definitely well, the name of this episode, yeah. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> As always, um, okay, not the cunt part, but how let's just say, well, obviously, something like it's dark. Obviously, the cunt part's not going into yeah. it. So, on that note, like, share, subscribe. We're back to our regular scheduled program. Seems Thanks like to testicles. my boy Bax. What you ever noticed that? It's a brain, though. Looks like nuts. Well, that's a, a, that's another brain. It looks like you're nuts when it's really cold out. Yeah, it makes sense. You ever have that where your ball goes in you? One of my balls. Well, not like it's never all both. The, not all no, the way mine inside. Has, mine has where I could feel it like in my thigh. Your almost. entire testicle went inside of your body. Yeah, that's the, fucking the actual weird, like man. the testy part of it. That's fucking weird. You know why that happens? Yeah, because it gets closer to the body heat. That's the I entire mean, basis around how far up your balls are. I mean, that makes sense. But and it, it fell back down after I got warmer. But you didn't have to like jiggle it back in. No. Okay, that's good. It's uncomfortable to walk though. <laughs> like push it up against your pelvis. Okay. It's like. <laughs> It's like shouldering a grape against a wall. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I got it. Are you ready to wrap? Yes. <laughs> okay. You know what? Uh, Why don't we... I'm not saying let's do this now, but if we're rolling, let's just do an hour and a half episode sometime. Why fine. stop it at one hour? That's that's fine. We just usually just time out at an hour. Yeah. But I'm saying, I don't think it should be the, the actual, like an absolute law that we can't go past an hour and five. If we roll to a one hour 15 one day, whatever. Okay, well, you agree? The, the hour limit was only for you. I know. Okay. Well, I'm prepared to break that limit is what I'm saying. Okay. Limit breakers. I think that's a Dragon Ball Z game. Probably. Remember Dokin Battle or Dokai, that app? Yes, a little. I always thought it was stupid as fuck. There is a, there's a new Dragon Ball game with cards and shit that's, like, very popular right now. Of course there is. Like, on the phone. I haven't played it. I have no idea. That might be that what that is. I think that actually is is. Is is. Anyway, it came out in like 2016, 2017. I have no idea what it is. It is Dokken Battle. D-O-K. I, I think, think Kevin played it. Probably. I remember Kevin would like show us. You don't remember that? I, I said yes. I, I probably. I probably remember that. Let me look. Dokken. I swear to God, it's D-O-K-K-A-N-A. Dragon Ball. Z Dokken Battle. Dragon Ball Legends is the, the popular one. Oh. Uh, but Dokken is in there. It's right there. This one is the one I'm talking about, though. Oh. That's a popular one. All right. Uh, like I said, on that note, um, like, share, subscribe. We're on all streaming platforms at this point in time. 
Um, yeah. I'm getting a turtleneck. Chance is getting a turtleneck, and uh, you'll see that soon. And I think I'm going to get mad laid from it. He should. Turtleneck and chain. Maybe on the chain. And chain. I want a chain someday. Chain. I want Here's the chain I want, though. I don't want, like, the gold, you know, Puerto Rican chain. I want, like, the uh, white Christian guy, like, the silver with, like, the cross on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. Because I'm delving into Christianity once more. I'm, mm. I'm toying with the idea. And I think it'd be good to have it if I did. Well, yeah. I'm proud of you because I've, I've been doing better in that yeah. space as well. Yeah. So, Although, I'm, like I said, I'm going more towards, like, the Old Testament shit where I want to go cut off a Muslim's head. <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching. God bless. <laughs>